Hey hey, how's it going folks? Welcome to another episode of Quoth the Camzer. You're going to hear some kitchen sounds again, for which I apologise. But I've got an hour before I have to get out and go and get the bus. Like less than that, because the bus leaves in an hour. So I'm just tidying the kitchen. I'm going to get myself some coffee and some breakfast. And I'm heading out to Crofters. Which is it's an exciting day, it's a busy day. I've got a big day today. I'll be in Crofters, they're having a meeting this morning with the FD, Financial Director guy from Glasgow. The guy that's helping them with their business development. So he's a business consultant and he's he's been given the remit of basically advising Crofters on how to to go about with their growth that they're planning. So it's an exciting time for them and it's an exciting time for me because they've brought me on board as documentarian. So I've basically got to get as much content as I can from the process and eventually come out with a whole load of content that will document the growth right from the planning stages through to the completion. And I think that's going to be some amazing content for the internet just to see how a small island business goes about expanding, you know. So that's 11 the guys coming in off the boat and I'll be in there for as long as I can be which will be until around 2ish because I'm teaching rock school at half past 3 so I need to get the bus home and then get straight out to the youth cabin. So it's an exciting day, I'm feeling full of beans, full of vim and vigour, ready to rock. And uh, a pretty good day yesterday as well. Do you know what's kind of changed my perspective a little is the, the conversation I had with Ilana a couple of days ago, where I expressed my concerns about how much content I'm gathering and how little content I'm publishing. And she put my mind at rest on that front, which is wonderful. I have been working on an edit of a talk that Ilana and Donald gave last week. And what I'm finding is to make it as good quality as I can, I have to go through and edit the, the audio first. And what I do is I use a small lavalier mic for each person and record straight to SD card. But when I bring it into software, they're Omni mics and so they do pick up others speaking and background noise. So what you find is that the mic that's being used as the primary mic when someone's talking has a really clear signal, but that signal is also being picked up by the other two mics and in the case of background noise, that means you're getting three loads of background noise all piled on top of one another. So what I try and do, which happens organically anyway, is that when people are speaking, they tend to speak for a decent amount of time. And so I'm going in and reducing the volume on the other mics and just keeping the primary mic with a decent volume and then switching when the talking switches to another person. So it, it takes a bit of time, but it's, it's definitely worthwhile. 
I'm also looking at captioning software, so I've signed up for a, a captioning plugin called Transcript, which goes straight into Premiere Pro. And you then have to subscribe to a transcription service. So there are two layers to this. There's the plugin itself, and then there's the the service that you have to subscribe to. One of them's called Watson, and one's called Speechmatics. I think they're both run by the same company. Watson is free for up to a thousand minutes, but is not as accurate as Speechmatics. And Speechmatics comes in at a price per thousand words kind of thing. And I think that's probably the way I'm going to go because, you know, even in the small amount of experience that I have with this, even let's look at, at Siri and Alexa when it comes to Scottish accents. Uh, speech recognition struggles to recognise what's being said so I'll try both, I'll try what's and I'll try Speechmatics and see how they go. I think the Transcript app is a one-off payment for the plugin and it's quite expensive, I think it's around about $200 just to get a licence for the plugin for Premiere Pro but that's a one-off so hopefully it will do what it needs to do and I just need to look at it as a business expense because captioning is important it's important to my client and I totally get it I read a statistic probably on the transcript page where it said something like 80% of business videos or you know social videos on Facebook are consumed with the volume down and I thought about it and I thought yeah I actually I do that quite a lot myself. So yes, it's important. It's a business expense. There you go. As long as it works, it's got to give me back time, which I would otherwise spend doing it manually. And that's a pretty tedious job. It's not one that I enjoy particularly. So I'll report back on that once I've given it a proper spin, which won't be today because I'm out all day and then I'm teaching this afternoon. So hopefully I'll get to that tomorrow. I'm about halfway through editing the audio for that particular video. And I would hope to get it published on Friday. I've been using OmniFocus this week a lot for working out my, my task list, my strategies, due dates, perspectives. There's, OmniFocus just blows my mind, it's so good. But uh, what I'm finding is that my expectations are out of whack because, you know, I'd been looking at that speech that I was just talking about and I'd made it into a project with multiple tasks and I'd set a due date for, I think it was Monday and then I had to defer it, which is just a one-click defer it for a day to Tuesday, defer it for a day to Wednesday defer it for a day, oh, I had to defer it for two days to Friday because I won't get to it today. So my expectations are a little unrealistic and I think that's leading to some anxiety. So not only the fact that I was worrying about not publishing enough and gathering too much, so that was out of balance, well that's been addressed, but also my expectations are, are just not where they should be so that I'm pretty sure will have been a contributing factor in 
the feelings of darkness that I was having earlier in the week. It was probably not due to imposter syndrome with guitar teaching. Perhaps that was part of it. That might just have been the icing on the cake, so to speak. So, yeah, I think expectations is something I will need to look at and make sure that I'm giving myself a fighting chance of achieving my my goals, you know. So it's been a good week in that respect for learning what I can do in a week and I'll need to look at the the way that I've got the project set up. So the project itself had the due date and what I could do is I could set the individual tasks within the project which is sequential so the, the second task doesn't appear before you've completed the first task that makes sense so first task would say be import files from camera so import second task could be uh, review imported files so tagging in Lightroom and making sure that the audio for a particular session is in the right folders and they all line up. Third task could be make a multicam timeline or sequence. You know, that sort of thing. Break it down into little chunks like that. And I think where anxiety comes in, that can really help as well because you're ticking off little tasks and you're giving yourself a little feeling of, of achievement. And I think that's one of the, the, the most powerful things about OmniFocus is the way that you can you can break your tasks, your projects down into little tasks and you can break those down into smaller tasks still. You can go as, as small or as big as you want. So, you know, I need to figure out, does, <laughs> not to go too far, like first task, sit down at chair, check. <laughs> Second task, put hands on keyboard, check, <laughs> you know. I'm not going to go that crazy, but uh, just finding where the lines are and how to make the tasks actually things that take a bit of time and then can then be clicked off and give me a sense of having, having done something. Instead of freaking out about not having completed the task, I can look at the fact that I've done some of the task, if that makes sense. So, yeah, yesterday was a good day. I didn't get my tasks done as I had hoped but I did I did publish a podcast for Quoth the Kamza. I did publish one for Diary I put them on Patreon so this is a thing that OmniFocus can also help me with is you know making a, a list of of steps and of repeating tasks you know so what I did is I, I made a project I set up the tasks for each project and then copied the project and renamed it to something which will be very similar. So any, let's say, video editing project that I've got to do or an interview, break that into chunks and then just copy-paste and change the name of it. So Clive Carroll is one, Dan Byrne is one, Tom Sands is one. So these are videos that I want to make into my Acoustic Guitar I.O. podcast. And... Then I need to look at the, the the deadline that I want to set myself and work backwards. You know, I think that's a really good way to go. I learned that from Joe Gilder, 
when I was working on my album for North Country Winters, which I engineered and mixed and mastered and it's one of my most one of the projects of which I am most proud. And breaking it down into chunks, having set a final deadline, it really, really worked. Although I didn't meet the deadline, I got pretty damn close. So yeah, it's, it's about, it's about time management, life management, expectations. You know, these are all things that as a freelance creator, I really need to think about. I remember speaking about my calendar idea where I'd put in basically one hour chunks for each day into my calendar and I don't know what it was. It didn't work. Is it down to discipline? Is it down to setting my expectations too high? I don't know what it is. There are some things where I know I should be doing them and I don't do them so I procrastinate and that's something I need to look at. A big chunk of it was guitar practice. I just was not getting to my guitar practice. And I don't know why that is. And it is important. So I think perhaps maybe setting something like... Well, I tried. I tried 10 minutes a day. I tried an hour a day. Obviously that didn't work if 10 minutes isn't going to work. It's, uh, I haven't really got an idea of how to make that work. Well, actually, no, that's not true. I have. Yesterday, I listened to a fantastic podcast episode of Tuesday Talks, which is C-H-E-W-S-D-A-Y. It's Mary Spender's podcast. And she basically put out an unedited conversation she had with a guy called Rhett, R-H-E-T-T. I can't remember his surname, but it was a fantastic conversation. I actually shared it on my Facebook page and on Twitter and one of the things Mary spoke about is a thing that I've seen her doing on Patreon where she's trying to get together a practice schedule where she's learning the fundamentals. Now Mary's a great guitar player and she acknowledges that which is great. I'm the same. I am a great guitar player and I do acknowledge that fact but both of us at the same time, independently of one another, have come to the conclusion that it's time to learn the basics. Now, I'm not sure where her motivation's coming from there. She did talk a bit about it. But I know where mine is coming from, and that's mostly down to teaching, because if I'm teaching, I need to know it. And it's helping me in a lot of ways. And that's where my Brian Sutton lessons come in so valuable. And you know the last time I logged into Artistworks to look at my Brian Sutton course? Well, of course you don't, and neither do I, because it's so long ago that I can't even remember. And I remember in March, I was going through it pretty, pretty regularly. And I can't remember if I'd set schedules for it or not. Not sure. But I was going through it and I was learning so much. I was going through closed position scales. So there you go that helped me in so many ways and I published, I didn't publish, I printed some of those lessons out where basically learning the caged system and I have used those lessons with numerous pupils down at the the rock school and I, well that just shows you how valuable it is. I have got that stuff sussed out totally 
and so I can now teach it and I can even answer questions if someone asks me why this or why that I can explain it and it often requires you know if someone says why we're in the key of E why is that a C sharp and not just a C I'll have to say well it's a C sharp because and then we need to start looking at scale intervals and not just chord progressions to show them why there's a C sharp there and you know it's uh, one thing leads to another and because I've got the knowledge now it's it's helping me in a lot of ways. Now Mary's talking about similar things, I would imagine. She talked about playing scales yesterday on the pod. Well, not yesterday, whenever. I, I listened to it yesterday and she talked about playing scales. So what I would like to suggest to her is that she and I come up with a hashtag. Kind of like she does with her exercise where she uses the proof of sweat hashtag. It would be nice to see a hashtag that, well, she could come up with one and then we could use that on social media and try and encourage other musicians to join us with that hashtag and learn the fundamentals or learn the basics or something like that. A hashtag along those lines. I think there's value there. I think that kind of accountability where somebody else is involved, so it's not just me. And if we're kind of leading the charge, then hopefully it would grow on the socials and the accountability factor would increase with that. That's an idea. So, yeah, if you listen to this, let me know what you think a good hashtag might be for that. So talking specifically guitar. So it could be guitar basics or practice the basics or I don't know I'm, I'm rubbish at hashtags so <laughs> let me know if you have any thoughts I uh, will reach out to Mary perhaps today well maybe not I'm a bit too busy today but very very soon and hope she'll respond I sent her an audio clip it's probably about two weeks ago now when I was inspired after listening to one of her podcasts and I sent her an audio clip it's probably ended up about 10 minutes long, knowing me. But I sent it to her email, and I haven't heard back, hopefully. I would love to, to, to begin a relationship with Mary, just because I think we're, we're similar souls, and we have similar philosophies, despite the fact that I'm probably double her age. It's, uh, we have some shared, some shared ideals, I think. So uh, yeah, I should reach out again and try and try and establish a relationship with Mary and see if we can help each other. So I'm ready for breakfast now. Dishes are done. Where are we? Five to ten. I need to leave in about twenty minutes, so I better stop yakking. Thanks for listening, folks. I may come back today. I mean, I know I say this a lot. I'm not sure. I'm busy, so it's probably not a best idea. So I will sign off now and say cheerio. Don't forget to take a look at my Patreon page. I am trying to direct people there from when I post my podcast. I then put it up on Patreon and then I post the Patreon link on Facebook. So funneling, you know, if it works, fantastic. I will need some more support if I'm going to continue with this going into the new year. But I do need to start looking at numbers business plans and goals once the post office is gone but you know income is, is kind of necessary for raising a family which 
we are doing. So, you know, if, if you get value from this, help a brother out. Thanks, folks. Bye for now. Yeah, just come back in and say hi. It's me walking back to the bus station. It's two o'clock. I'm going home, teaching at half three. So home for lunch via the co-op so that I can buy some cashews because you can't buy them in Lamlash. It's been a good morning. Colin got in bang on time, as you would if the ferry's running on time. And uh, spoke for pretty much the whole time. It looked from where I was sitting to be a very fruitful meeting. I think this is the first kind of operational meeting that they've had that Crofters has had with with Colin, the financial consultant and they they went into detail on the accounts and also on the the size of the building to get the measurements and Colin was shown around everywhere including porta cabins stockroom etc so it's an exciting thing it's giving me so much confidence to be able to go out there and document all of this I filmed exclusively on my A6400 on a gimbal and that worked very well 16mm lens so we're talking 24 equivalent full frame. Could have used a little, a few more millimetres. But it was good. It did the job very well. And all shooting in manual modes. And using a small rig hand grip on the side of the gimbal with a Socani LED light on the cold shoe mount. Um, it worked pretty well when we went into dark spaces like the porta cabin and the toilet area. I was able to light that up reasonably well with that little LED light. And so it was a good it was a good morning for me. I got audio. So they're still talking now. I had to leave early because of my teaching commitments. So they're still talking and I've left them with the the Tascam lavalier mics and recording devices so they've got one each which really took the pressure off the filming component as far as audio goes I didn't need to be close to them to pick up audio and Colin does speak very quietly I suspect because a lot of what he's talking about is proprietary information to the business so I will hopefully have picked him up well on the lavalier mic Hi Jake, alright. And so I'll be able to sync that up with the video. When the idea really was to get a recording of the whole meeting on audio so that Donald can listen back because he's he's away sailing at the moment. And I have to say Lana's conducting herself extremely well. It's it's quite something to see actually. And part of what she spoke about with Colin was the fact that she needs another, another her, <laughs> or rather what she needs is a general manager 
so that Ilana can focus on the external things and let the general manager focus on operations. So I suspect that will be something that she'll be looking at soon. Anyway, that's a chat about what my my day's been like so far. It's it's amazing for my mental health to have this opportunity. I don't feel anxiety going out to do this job at all. And that tells me that it's good for me. I'm doing the right thing. Maybe I found my duck. So yeah, it's wonderful. And now going home and out to teach. I'm not feeling any anxiety about that either. Which is nice. So again, I'll reiterate what I said earlier. I don't think the teaching really had anything to do with my feelings of depression at the end of last week, beginning of this week. It could perhaps simply have been one of those organic swings, you know? pendulum swings of, of highs and lows so that's good to know as well it's good to know that I'm going about things the right way and I'm doing things that ultimately make me happy and that my friends is my goal to be able to support myself 100% by working hard in areas that I want to be working in there you go, how's that? Just getting to the co. So, cashews and then home. We'll finish there for today, folks. If I do record again, it's going to be a diary of a guitar teacher, since that's what the rest of my afternoon is going to be all about. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Bye.